reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. In coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with the man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Today as we celebrate uh, this queenship of Mary, we look to Mary as, again, a model and image for us as the church, right? Mary receives and gives. She receives God and gives God. And so it's through her body that God gave us his body. And so we think of Mary as queen mother of heaven and earth, queen mother of all things, of the universe. She's the queen of heaven and earth. And so in this uh, book of the prophet Isaiah chapter 9 today, it says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwell in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy with great rejoicing. So this call to bring light into the darkness, it's through our bodies, it's through our, 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 what our words, our actions, our thoughts, that we bring God into the world, just like Mary. It's really, really just, it's the same call. That's why we hold Mary, um, we venerate her in, in a high esteem way because she's our model for what it means to be a Christian, for what it means to follow the Lord. So we, when we receive God, and where's God? He's within our hearts. He's in our souls. Through baptism, through God's grace, God lives in us. But will we let him be born through our words, through our thoughts, through our actions? Will we let the Spirit of God inspire our minds, you know, illuminate our conscience and our understanding of life? Will we let the Holy Spirit, God within us, you know, give flesh to God through our actions, right? And I always like to say, you know, put feet to, feet to your faith. You know, walk it out. You got to walk out your faith. You don't just say, you know, I love you, Lord, and do nothing, right? We say, when we say I love God, love involves choices and actions. You know, like the book of James says, you know, you know, show me your faith, I'll show you my works. You know, faith without works is dead. 
And so we got to look at our lives and say, you know, if our faith is authentic and genuine, like Mary, it's going to receive God and it's going to give God and it's going to enflesh him in the world. So the people that walk in darkness, so when we go out, you know, from the mass here, out into our, all the places that will be dispersed, you know, we bring the light of God's presence to all we meet, depending on, again, how we let God use our, our voice, our thoughts, and our actions. So upon those who dwell in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You brought them abundant joy. So God brings, again, his joy, light and joy. So when we bring the light of God, we bring joy. And a lot of this light has to do with, again, purpose, giving others purpose. When you live out your life with purpose and you understand the mission of the Lamb of God within you, then you have a purpose. Life could be very monotonous. It could be very much, you know, everyday little things that we got to do, the same old things every day. But it's never getting old because we're always doing them with a love for God. And so as you do things today, I want you to think about that. What is, why am I doing this? You know, it might be the same things you do every day. You know, you clean up the house, you rent whatever the dishes, you got to clean up whatever around, you got to maybe go off to work. Whatever you're doing, it might be monotonous, but it doesn't have to be, you know, gloomy or old or just boring. Nothing's boring when you do it with God, right? So blessed be the name of the Lord forever. You know, not just when I feel like it. You know, not just when the sun's setting, but when the sun rises. Every moment, praise the name of the Lord, bless his name. It says he raises up the lowly from the dust. You know, from the dunghill, he lifts up the poor. Meaning God gives purpose and meaning to everyone. And so what we do, again, we always, this is the, the, the climax of our day, the source and summit of our day is the mass. Because from, what I'd like you to think about is from this moment today until you come back tomorrow, you're collecting your offerings. And then when you come to Mass, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically speaking, you, when you come in, you put everything on the altar that you did for love of Him. And then He takes it, right, and He offers it to the Father through Him, with Him, and in Him. We go back to the Father. And so think about that. Don't think about way ahead. Just think about, okay, from, from this Mass to the next Mass, from mass to mass to mass, you're living your life. And as you do those things between mass to mass, you're thinking of consciously, actively, fully participating in the Lamb's mission within you, which is to do what you do only for love of God. If people get blessed, they're just beneficiaries of my love for God. Like what I do as a priest, none of y'all even have to be here. I could celebrate mass and love God and be with God without anybody around. I mean, there's masses said all the time where there's very few people around. It's not primarily first for you. It's for the glory of the Father. You're actually a privileged beneficiary of my love for God and his love for me. And I'm a beneficiary of your love for God and his love for you. And so we do all things for him. And so as it says, our angel comes to us. Gabriel came to Mary. He said, will you, will you let God be Come flesh. Will you let the light become shown in the darkness? Will you let the Lord work through you? And she said, yes, let it be done to me. And, and the angel said, don't be afraid, Mary. So what I want you to think about is your guardian angel. Did you know your guardian angel is with you from the moment of your conception to the moment you are either in heaven or hell? Your angel does not leave your side to you are in heaven or hell. And obviously in heaven, we're with our angels. But our angel never gives up on us. But what's our angel trying to do each day with us? Again, from mass to mass, 
are angels encouraging us to say yes to God. And so will we say yes like Mary? Will we conceive in our hearts and through our bodies the very presence of God that we will let him be born? And as it says here, how can this be? Mary's asking a good question. How can this be? <laughs> you know, I've never had relations with a man. The angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. So how, how can this be? How can we make God visible? Same way. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And where's he at? He's within. But will we let him come forth and be born? And like I always like to say, you know, just as a little footnote to this, it's kind of like, will I let the child in me be nurtured, grow, and born? Or will we abort the child within us? Will we say, no, God, you can't be born? It's the same thing. You know, we talk about abortion all the time, but every one of us can abort the mission of Jesus within us. You, you're not allowed to be born because you're going to make my life inconvenient. You're going to make me unpopular. You're going to make me, you know, um, not the center of attention anymore. And because Jesus likes to do hidden things, little things for people that no one else sees because he loves the smallest and the most weak and the most vulnerable. So let our prayer today be, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word.